suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytic mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I am about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. Welcome to you from New Mexico. Germany. Achtung, ich rufe noch einmal Stalingrad. Hier ist Stalingrad. Hier ist die Front von der Brüder. Welcome to Arizona. If you can find lower prices anywhere, my name ain't Nathan Arizona. And if I'm not reaching you, then what we're having here is... What we've got here is failure to communicate. <laughs> so my, my, uh, my goal is to reach as many people as possible. Well, welcome to uh, Southern California. Cold and blustery morning. It is raining out here. I've been down for the last couple of days. I've been sick. I looks like I had the flu. And man, it took me down. I, I haven't even picked up a deck of uh, tarot cards in two days. But uh, I went ahead and took a suit of fed this morning. And I'm going to go ahead and make this podcast happen today. Because it's a promise. And I'm kind of bound by my word. I like to keep my promises. So today, I'm going to talk about ghosts. Last week, I had a, uh, I had a viewer ask me if he had a ghost. And we did a bit of a reading on that. And uh, turns out he, he has a bit of a, a visitor. At least according to the tarot. You know, whether you believe in ghosts or not, the phenomena itself has existed and manifested itself for thousands of years. Ghost is just a name we put on the phenomena. I don't know if it really existed or not, really exists or not, but we have the phenomena and that's what we call it. it we have so much of it, in fact, that uh, we, it's broken down into categories. So the first category is the interactive personality ghost. The interactive personality ghosts are the most common in hauntings and usually appear in a form similar to when they were alive. These ghosts can walk, talk, and occasionally acknowledge the living. Then we have the funnel ghost. The funnel ghosts are typically spotted in old buildings or historic places. Many times funnel ghosts show up in photographs and will leave a personal feeling unsettled. And after seeing an unknown phantom captured in the photograph. Then we have the mist, fog, or wisped ghost. Like funnel ghosts, these phantoms tend to leave the spot or the, uh, they are haunting, feeling cold when they appear. Oh. They can haunt old houses, be seen outside in the evening or at night, or just about anywhere. And then we have the poltergeist, which is the most troubling, the most famous type of a ghost, as well as the rarest. The poltergeist is always most worrying. Translated from the, ger from the German noisy ghost, this ghost is known for its malevolent or sometimes even dangerous behavior. 
And then there are even ways of getting rid of ghosts. Um, some of these ways are uh, ask or demand the ghost to leave, smudging with sage or in- incest. Uh, and if these sources are not sufficient, you need to pop- probably connect with a, a more professional source. Now, if these things did not, this phenomena did not exist, why would they have such detailed listings and uh, descriptions of these types of uh, phenomena? I am going to spend a few minutes uh, discussing my experience with the phenomena, with this phenomena. I've had an experience, let's say back in, oh, about 33 years ago, back in the Casa Romantica in San Clemente. And I was a groundskeeper there. Oh boy, my voice is kind of hoarse. Anyway, anyway, uh, I was a groundskeeper there. So, I was staying there, and I had a couple experiences. One, one had to do with, first, the, uh, the landlady come up to me and told me, she says, uh, she says, you know, there's a ghost here. She says, the last guy I had here as a groundskeeper was down in the utility room uh, doing some painting work, and uh, somebody came up behind him and put, put their hand on his shoulder. He turned around, there was nothing there. He took off, and he never returned. Now, I never had that particular type of experience, but I did have some experiences. My experiences had to do with, uh, for one thing, I wouldn't know when some, somebody's on the property and they weren't supposed to be on the property. Another experience I had there was uh, I was sitting on the patio and uh, I felt like somebody came up behind me. And walked. I could hear the tap of shoe leather. And uh, from the tap of shoe leather... And then it stopped behind me, and I turned around, I looked, and there was nobody behind me. And I got ah, that's just weird. That's not real. And then the same exact thing happened again. I could hear the, the tap, a soft tap of shoe leather. Somebody walked up behind me. I had to sense somebody was behind me. I turned and looked, and nobody was there. And uh, I got mad. I said, don't you ever do that to me again. And he never did that. Whoever the ghost was, they never did that to me again. That, that particular phenomenon never repeated. Also, uh, there was cold spots, which I can't explain. And then uh, doors would lock and unlock inside the mansion itself. Uh, they just would. I would check it. The door is locked. I'd go back in a minute, and the door is unlocked. So I, I can't explain that. And then one day, I had this stray cat I was taking care of. And uh, I went into the mansion late at night for whatever reason. And uh, the stray cat followed me in. And there was like a library in there. And I went into the library. I looked over the ocean. And then, then I went back to my little apartment. Uh, I don't know, about five in the morning, I noticed a cat was nowhere to be found. So I went back into the house and I found the cat in the library of the mansion. I picked up the cat and I, I walked. There's a small hallway with a door. I walked through the hallway with the door and then there's a ballroom. And I'm in the ballroom and all of a sudden, bam, the door slams shut. So we don't like cats in the house, huh? And that was my experience and I, at the Casa Romantica. And I would always have uh, feelings that somebody was watching me and things like that. And that was my experience. My other experience had to do with, oh, my, once my, uh, my dad passed away. And I was in the house by myself and sleeping. And uh, at night, uh, he came to me in a dream. And in the dream, he says... Uh, 
Why did you sell my house? Well, Dad and I never got along anyway. I said, why don't you go bother Jerome? That's my brother. Leave me alone. He disappeared, never bothered me again. And then I had this experience. This one was about 10 years ago. And I have a picture for you. I actually have a, a, a picture of a spirit. So let me move over to that. And so you could see it. Okay, here we are. I'm, uh, I'm in the uh, Peruvian Amazon undergoing a... Uh, uh, undergoing a... a uh, uh, well, what you would call it? Uh, under, undergoing a, a ceremony. I was with a, uh, I was with a native shaman, and I was undergoing a ceremony. You could, you could see me there doing the ceremony. Now, if you look in this corner, where I'm going to point, right there, what is this? I'm going to zero in on it so we get a better look. And I had somebody there taking these pictures. The shaman gave us permission. Can you see it? Can you see the face? Let's see if I can even get it bigger. I clearly see a face. A hairline, eyebrow, eyes. What is that? Turn it down to the little there. What is that? Who is that? What the heck is that? If you're listening to me on the podcast, you need to take a look at the website to see it. So it's a it's a dark it's a dark skin male with eyes, nose, a large nose, looks like large lips. Um, and uh, there it is at the floor of the ceremonial hut where I'm undergoing this ceremony. So, <laughs> what did this teach me? What exactly did this teach me? I'll tell you what it taught me. It taught me that uh, certain things exist which our culture says do not exist. Uh, the phenomena is called ghosts, but you can call it whatever you like. I see I have one viewer here. If you would like a free reading, that's what I'm here to do. So we have a phenomena called ghosts. And, and there I just showed you a picture of my experience with ghosts. And... Uh, uh, like what I said, it taught me that just because our society, our culture says things don't exist, that may not necessarily be the truth. And I think if it was that understanding that kind of led me into uh, tarot reading. That just because uh, it said, just because we don't, uh, our culture said, that that's not real. There's a possibility that many things our culture doesn't believe in do exist. Well, there we go with that. Let me move over to my tarot page. There we go. The chat room is open. If anybody would like a free reading, the chat room is open. I think I'm going to ask the tarot. Oh, I'm going to ask a ghost question. So we just took a look at a at a spirit picture. Do spirits exist? That'll be a yes or no. My ability to read tarot is a gift, an expression of divine love, and I'm here to share it with you 
in that same spirit. So, do spirits actually exist? Shuffle a deck. Do spirits in a conventional sense actually exist? We'll do a six card, a yes and no. Do spirits in a conventional sense actually exist? And when I do these uh, wands and cups are yes. Swords, uh, Swords and pentacles are no. Let me let me get touch that numinous spot. All right. I'm gonna shuffle again. Do spirits in the traditional sense actually exist? First card is an eight of swords. That's a no. Second card is an ace of cups. That's a yes. Third card is an ace of coins. That's a no. The devil, we don't count that one. Major Arcana. Do spirits in a conventional sense actually exist? Knight of Wands. That's a yes. So I got two yeses. Two noes. Do spirits in a conventional set conventional sense actually exist. Hangman, Major Arcana, we'll throw it out. One more. Do spirits in a conventional sense actually exist? Huh, we're in the learning phase, I guess. Hierophant. One more. Do spirits in a conventional sense actually exist? Yes. I have a nine of cups. Well... That is that. The tarot says they do exist. Let me go ahead and gather the cards. Now, spirits, I mean, if so, if you have one, if you ever run in with one, I was never afraid of it, really. It was kind of unnerving, but it was I never felt it was uh, malicious or dangerous. It was just unnerving because I didn't understand the phenomena, what it was, what it wanted, and uh, what it was trying to do, and uh, when it was when it was with me. But I never felt it was malicious. I always felt it was like uh, this particular spirit at the Casa Romantica was more like a puppy dog. It seemed to follow me around and uh, just wanted my attention, wanted to get my attention. What it was trying to tell me, I have no idea, but it was always trying to tell me something. So, what other questions could we ask? Ah, I got one. We're going to ask a political question. Will McCarthy (laughs) be elected Speaker of the House? Yes or no? Will Kevin McCarthy be elected Speaker of the House? That seems to be going on right now. That's a big, big question. Nobody's calling in for any questions. So will Kevin McCarthy become Speaker of the House? First card. 
Knight of Cups. That's a yes. Second card. Wheel of Fortune. Major Arcana will throw it out. Will Kevin McCarthy become Speaker of the House? Queen of Wands. That's a yes. Fourth card. Will Kevin McCarthy become Speaker of the House? The Empress. That's a Major Arcana. We throw it out. Fifth card. King of Swords. That's a no. So what do I got here? I got two yeses, one no. Well, Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House. Well, he's looks like, according to the tarot, he's gonna he's he will succeed. Kevin McCarthy, you owe me for one tarot reading. <laughs> so we'll see if the tarot, you know, this is a good way to test out if the tarot is accurate or not. We'll find out, won't we? So let me go ahead and gather the cards. What do I want for another question? Well, I was going to do a New Year's reading. I'm not feeling that well today. We're going to just do the best I can. Why don't I do my 12-step question and get that out of the way? I will do a, I will do a free reading for you if you like. That's what that's what I'm here for. All right, what is the question? Huh? Good question. What is a spiritual awakening? Now, I can answer that from my experience with it. My experience with a spiritual awakening had to do with uh <laughs> that there was such a thing as a spiritual aspect to life that you cannot see, measure, quantitate, and, and, and measure. That, uh, and also, I learned about a spiritual, the things about spiritual, spirituality. Human beings consist of three basic parts. We have uh, intellect, you know, that's that thing that does uh, intellect. That's a thing that does mathematical reasoning and logic. We have intellect. We have a, a, a mental part of us. That's a part that kind of a, a mental part of us. It, it kind of interprets what's going on in our environment. Is this a safe place? Is this not a safe place? And it, it works in tandem with the logical part of us. And then we have a spiritual part of us. And the spiritual part of us is like, you know, this could either be a palace or a prison, depending upon your spiritual state of health. And that, as I understand, is a spirituality within human beings. If I was feeling better, I would give a better explanation. So a spiritual awakening for me was just that, uh, yes, there was a spiritual aspect to life. Uh, that there was another depth, another dimension to life, that there, there were powers and principalities in life that I was taught were, uh, were not possible, uh, that did not exist, and yet they do exist. And uh, at this current stage of my spirituality, I am in somewhat touch, I am in touch with those, uh, a certain level of that. And I'm here to share that with people who are care to hear what I have to say. So, let's hear what the tarot has to say. 
What is a spiritual awakening? First card. Three cards. Hmm. The Four of Cups. Second card. Ace of Cups. Third card. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, did that tarot answer this one quite succinctly. So, last one is the High Priestess. Wow. So, the first card is the Four of Cups. You see a man sitting there uh, against a tree. He's looking at uh, three cups. And behind him, uh, there is a cup being offered him. So, this is the common human being. This is the common individual. Uh, he, he's looking at the, the cups set in front of him. What What is life? What is his determination of life? And he's looking at the cups. That is his determination of life. What is... What? What? what how is his position in life? What does he really know about life? And he's somewhat dis, dissatisfied by the answer he's getting. This is the answer that is provided to us by our society, by our culture. And he is not satisfied with the answer he's been getting. Behind him, you see the uh, cup with the hand. More is about to be revealed. So he may not be satisfied with what he, with his current understanding of life. But certainly for you that are listening to me on this podcast today, more is about to be revealed to you. I don't know who you are who is watching me, but the Ace of Cups, you are about to have a gift bestowed upon you. Uh, that gift usually just has to do with, you see the, you see the dove with the four signs of the zodiac going into the, the cup. It has to do with gifts, spiritual gifts. You're about to have a spiritual gift bestowed upon you. Also, this card has to do with people. And uh, it has to do with how all relationships should be could considered a gift. Because all relationships has something to teach us. Whether they're good relationships or difficult relationships, they still have something to teach us. But I think in this context, we're talking about a spiritual gift, a spiritual understanding is about to be bestowed upon some of the listeners of this podcast, as well as a viewer I have on this podcast, and as well as myself, a new level of spiritual understanding. And this is what is a spiritual awakening. So a new level of spiritual understanding is a spiritual awakening. And then we have the high priestess, Major Arcana, you see. She sits between the uh, two poles, the two uh, uh, the, the towers of, uh, oh, I forget the name of them right now, Boaz and Jacob, I think it's Jacob, and they are the towers of that were in, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But they are between, uh, they're in a bit, they're biblical, the towers of, what is the name of that individual? Anyway, the part of his, she sits between those two towers. Behind her, you see pomegranate curtain. Upon her head, you see the, uh, the crown of Isis. And upon her chest, you see the uh, four seasons. Uh, and in her hand, she holds the Torah. 
At her feet, you see a crescent moon, and from this crescent moon begins the start of a river. That is the river of enlightenment. The high priestess does not equally does not easily allow people, the uninitiated, to pass through the two uh, pass through pass through the temple into enlightenment. If you've been watching this, if you've been a uh, watcher, uh, if you've been a, a fan of, I don't have to see fan, but if you've been a viewer of my videos, you are about to achieve a deeper understanding through the high priestess. So congratulations to whoever's watching me today. So that is a spiritual, what is a spiritual awakening. So you pass through, I have it written down here. It is the severity and mercy. The, the B and the J, between severity and mercy, the high priestess sits. You're about to achieve a new level of spirituality. So I'm going to review the cards again briefly. You've been dissatisfied with life. Uh, you think this is all there is. But right behind you, you're being offered a deeper spirituality. It's going to be a gift, the Ace of Cups. This gift is, will be bestowed upon you and may come to you through associations that you're going to make, people you're going to meet. So keep an eye open. And then the high priestess, you know, this is not a mistake. <clears throat> people who are given the highest spirituality are generally uh, groomed. <laughs> you're, you, don't get, you don't get here by mistake. You've been groomed for a long period of time. The high priestess is here to tell you that uh, welcome you to this new level of understanding. So for this week... My pleasure. I'm very happy that you chose to watch my little video today or that, you, that you're viewing it. I am Oz, the great and powerful. Who are you? And remember, I'm only... I'm trying to free your mind, Neo. But I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. So until next week, I hope I'm feeling better. And uh, I hope to see you again, whoever my viewer is today. Uh, I'm located in Southern California. I'm in Laguna Niguel. I notice a lot of my listeners are here. I have a, I posted a YouTube, oh no, a TikTok on John's Tarot. I hit 2,000 last week, 2,000, I forget, 2,131. And I talked about, uh, what did I talk about? Oh, what, what Trump could expect in the new year. So that might be worth taking a look at. I have a little YouTube, I have a little uh, Reddit room called John's Tarot. And I can also be found on, uh, all my old readings can also be found on John's Tarot on YouTube. So, I hope to see you in one of those places. And uh, you have a great week. Be careful, be cool, be kind. I'll see you next week. <laughs>